You're listening to The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Call Rob, Anybody, and Dawn at 888-989-9811. Or listen online at radradio.com. We got this email, uh, R-A-D at radradio.com from Armani. Hey, Armani. It says today is my 26th birthday. Ooh, ooh. And for me, this is kind of a big deal as I have been listening to the show since I was 15 and a half. Oh. <laughs> and thanks to the almighty one, Rob, uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Your work harder attitude has helped me more than you know. Oh, that's nice. I have been with my current company for almost three years. And within that time, I've gone from a driver making minimum wage to being an assistant manager. Nice. Good for you. This is a big deal because I set a goal to make this position before 26, and I have done that. Yay! By two weeks, but who's counting? <laughs> you did it. I work my ass off every day because I know that is the only way to achieve what we wish in this life. Aww. You, Rob, have drilled that into my brain since I was a jerk teenager, <laughs> and now because of you, my next goal is to run the whole company before Whoa. I retire. You can do better than that. Whoa. You can do better than that. You're going to run the company before you retire? You should be running the company before you're 40 and own the company before oh, you retire. Hey, I like it. Got to set those goals a little higher and longer. <laughs> uh, yeah, congratulations. Very nice note. Uh, Dawn mentioned the soapbox, which is at radradio.com, which doesn't actually necessarily deal directly with this first story that I have for this segment, but it does with the second one if I can cram them both in. There's obviously <laughs> a lot of things that we'll be observing over the next many months as America gets back out to being Americans or trying to be American and socializing, things like that. This part's not in the soapbox, but I do wonder about all of this pent-up anger that we seem to have on all sides. And I use, I use a, an anecdotal thing that's going on in sports that I can't make sense of. It's a head scratch. We're, we're finally right, able to go out now in, in many parts of the country. We can, we can attend sports, many places, full capacity. Um, it, masks are, are, are not being worn. With I don't know if the NBA is requiring in the case of basketball, but we got postseason basketball going on. People going to baseball games. We're not seeing this in baseball games. It, 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 but what is happening here? We got a five-day uh, test bubble of violence with fans at NBA games. Oh, yeah. In fact, uh, NBA teams have started to indefinitely ban fans after incidents in which they exhibited unruly and outright disrespectful behavior towards the players. And that's the other unique part of it. It's not fan-on-fan -fan violence. They're attacking the players. Washington Wizards guard uh, Russell Westbrook last Wednesday was limping to the locker room and a fan poured popcorn on his head. What? Went nuts. <laughs> they, had to, they had like eight guys had to hold Westbrook back from jumping into the <laughs> It's just so rude. It's disrespectful. Yeah, it's just, it look, really I, is. I'm all for heckling. Absolutely. That's one thing. That's not throwing popcorn no. over someone's head. Uh, then the New York Knicks confirmed on Thursday that a fan spit on Atlanta Hawks guard Whoa. Trey Young while he was trying to inbound the ball oh, Wednesday. Oh, my yeah. God. A biohazard, for so God's sake. Oh, see, I, I'd, want, I'd want the player to be able to at least smack him in the head and then you kick him out. Right. Well, fortunately, we don't live in your world of justice. <laughs> uh, security staff removed three fans Wednesday during game two of the playoff series between the Utah Jazz and Memphis Grizzlies in Salt Lake City because they were making both sexually explicit and racist uh, remarks. Ooh. 
to the players, including uh, Jamie Morant, I think, is on the Jazz. I'm not sure. Uh, There's a fine quote. One of the fans said, quote, I'll put a nickel in your back and watch you dance, boy. Uh, oh. <sighs> oh, my God. All three of them were kicked out. You, you know what? We haven't forgotten how to act. That's not it. You know, I, no? I, I feel like some people want to go to, well, we were locked up for so long. We've got to have, no, no, you, we know how to act. If you're human, I, I think that this is just... There's no excuse for it. Believe no, me, I wasn't trying is, to present that in no, any way. No, I know you were not. Not at all. I, I, I think that this is... I, 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 is it just pent-up anger? Yeah, pent-up lack of respect it's, it's, like we've well, been talking see, about? I don't want to... Here's what I'm trying to avoid. I'm trying to avoid that these were amazing, wonderful people until COVID. I, I'm, uh, no, I think COVID pushed bad people over the edge. There it is. Pushed These okay. were already bad people, pushed them over the edge, and... Uh, maybe before they wouldn't have thrown something, they just would have been rude and crude to that person you hate that you're sitting near, right? And now it's just pushed them over the edge. And who knows over the last 15 months what in each one of their cases they're angry about. It could be COVID being locked down, could be all the racial tension in America, there's elections, so many damn things. And they haven't had, again, not an excuse, maybe an explanation. They haven't had an outlet of any kind. And then they go to basketball games, get maybe get drunk, maybe not, don't blame the alcohol, act the fool. But I mean, they're doing it in a way that's not acceptable. Well, and not that good people don't do bad things. <laughs> that that does happen. So how many of them are sprinkled in too is, is the question, right? Like they actually are a good person, but they acted a buffoon yeah, but, and they but, feel bad. They have remorse. They're like, what the hell was I thinking? What a jerk. Man, you, you yeah, but take you the racist people out of it. The, no, take them all out of it. I've been a sports fan for 40 years. I'm not going to suddenly go out and spit on a player. I'm not. I'm certainly not going to make well, comments about his wife or whatever. It, I know. Just I just ridiculous. try and make sure that I'm not making those blanket statements that it only sounds like bad people do bad things. Because you know sometimes good people will do something stupid and bad. A Boston Celtics fan threw a water bottle, a full water bottle, at Kyrie Irving's head oh, as he was leaving God. the court. Oh my! That was God. on Sunday night, and he was arrested uh, for assault. And then uh, last night, a fan ran onto the court. And jumped up and touched the backboard while the game was going on Jesus. at Capital One Arena between the Sixers and the Wizards. The fan was tackled by a security guard and pulled off the floor. They were playing. They were on the other end of the court. The players turned around, and here's this fan wow. that they're about to run into. Wow. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but there's there. You can't ignore five different instances over five different games. Were these five in different incidences caused by the players acting aggressively towards the other team? Were they getting a lot of technical fouls or something? Where they made the fans get aggressive and. I didn't. Them? I, I don't have the context of every single one of them. I mean, uh, Russell Westbrook, he just got injured. Now, what, look, Russell Westbrook's what? One of the five best players in the NBA at any given time. He's always going to be a target, but not to have popcorn poured on his head yeah. and spitting. Now, look, Trey Young is not a popular player in the NBA. He's wildly hated. But spitting? Yeah, that's, th th this, that's this is what I mean much. as a sports fan. And, and again, to have all of these incidents. In just a few days, I, it just has me scratching my head. That's all. So, because I don't know, it, are the only sports people are going to right now are baseball or basketball? Just live for Those, live well, sports like that? NASCAR and other racing well, I mean, and like, horse racing. And, right, that's like this, because um, it seems basketball's of the like the more intimate one. Like you have more of a shot of doing something like you this. Do, you do. You're, you know? I mean, you're so, super close to, to yeah. basketball players. Not, again, not an excuse, no. but it, it seems that maybe that's why it's happening there and not at baseball. Not only not an excuse, but more of a, of a scary premise moving forward. Oh, so
So the more intimate setting, the more likely people are going to act hateful and do terrible things. And I'd like to see them try. With, I mean, I feel like hockey players would kick their ass. I don't know. But again, I lack of access. Look how far you you got all the glass around the whole True. ring. Look how far you have to go. And and and, and you, I think you're onto something. The the close proximity. Remember we were talking last week about road rage. I think Kyle or, or you, Don, one of you were the first ones to bring up that you feel so protected. In, in your car, yeah. even though you're not. You don't well, this, think anything's going to happen. This is the opposite. They apparently feel emboldened because there is, there's no glass, there's no net, there's no wall they have to jump over. They're right there. Which is a whole other level. Like, they know they're right there and something could happen back to them or they're not thinking something's going to happen back to them or they don't care. And or they are like, yeah, bring it on. That's why I use the word emboldened and I just wonder what's going on. The other part of the soapbox that we, that, 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 that we do address is I do talk about, again, the issue of tech censorship uh, and the idea of uh, the big tech firms not allowing certain opinions to be posted or flagging them as false information. The way I phrased it or, or used it in this case was the example of over the last year, everyone being told that if they wanted to even suggest that COVID began in a laboratory in Wuhan, you're a conspiracy theorist, you're a nut, you're making these things up. Well, it turns out here we are a year later and now everybody believes that's exactly what happened. And they're pursuing it. So I don't care at all about that story, as I wrote and said in the soapbox, oh but I do care about the oh premise Lord. of so many things that we are told you can't talk about that. You can't express that opinion. You're, you're, you're without proof, things like masks, things like questioning lockdowns. And then it turns out, oh, wait, we did have this proof. And I do also dive into how wrong it is for either side of the political aisle to suggest that the way we deal with people that we disagree with is to silence them. That is not American at all. That's where we've lost our Americanism. We used to be able to agree to disagree and still come back and remember we are still Americans. And I do point out that unfortunately all of these things are political. And in the case of big tech, it is undeniable that you have three companies that control 90% of all social media and they are all colluding together to silence, in that case, conservative voices. And then you have people like a guy named Matt Gates, who almost makes me want to keep conservative voices silent because they go out and do stupid things. And this is the other problem that we're having, is both sides are acting like children. And anytime one side thinks they have a moral high ground, it's shown that they don't. Ugh. Full disclosure, Matt Gates is a congressman from Florida. He is under uh, a, a federal probe into an alleged, nothing has been proven, sexual relationship with a 17-year-old girl, which he denies. Uh, the most rev uh, recent revelation, revelation rather, is that Gates' ex-girlfriend is cooperating with investigators. I don't know about any of that, but I wanted to get it out there. He also has way too big of a head for his body. <laughs> Looks like a Lego. Looks like a walking, talking Lego. He is... He is in all fairness, he is a far-right Trumpster extremist. Uh, he and another one of them named Marjorie Taylor Greene are actually on tour through their southern states because she's from Georgia. He's from Florida, of course. And they're doing America First rallies. Where that? What's that sound like? Sounds like Trump stuff, right? Uh, which there's nothing wrong with Trump stuff unless you do things like this. They're trying to drum up support for their campaign. So Matt Gates on Thursday, started talking about tech firms, accusing them of silencing conservatives like Donald Trump, who's been banned since the beginning of the year for the January 6th riots. We did not edit this in any way, but we're going to play it in two cuts so that you can hear the unedited version and describe or decide for yourself what it is that you think you hear 
Matt Gates saying. The Internet's hall monitors out in Silicon Valley, they think they can suppress us, discourage us. Maybe if you're just a little less patriotic, maybe if you just conform to their way of thinking a little more, that you'll be allowed to participate in the digital world. Well, you know what? Silicon Valley can't cancel this movement or this rally or this congressman. We have a second amendment in this country, and I think we have an obligation to use it. Oh. Okay. Took a violent turn. Okie dokie. So, I don't even know what that had to do with, I mean, wouldn't it be your first amendment? <laughs> well, like, oh my. how else could you possibly construe that other than our first amendment is being taken away from uh, us by big tech, so we have to use our second amendment. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, okie dokie. We're going to go... Shoot up Silicon Valley? Right. What? Yeah. What? So he he goes on again. This is not edited in any way. They they cheered and then he goes into this next statement, which does not clean up or explain any of what he just said, because there is no way to take that first statement other than big tech is censoring us. We're going to use our Second Amendment. Well, the only way to put those two together is to suggest that he's saying take up arms against big tech, Google, Apple, Facebook. That's what he means. I, I hope this doesn't sound weird to some people, but I find the Second Amendment a beautiful thing, and, and I find him making it, he, he, is, he is abusing it. it. It upsets me when people abuse the Second Amendment and they, they make it an awful scary thing for people, as opposed to it's this beautiful thing that we as Americans have the right to bear arms if you want to. If, if you want to protect your home, you can, whatever. You don't have to. And they take it and they make it an ugly thing that, what, now we're going to go to war with our own fellow Americans? We're just going to start shooting up places? I mean, what the hell is he exactly talking about? Well, he tries to explain that as the uh, crowd uh, dies down. The Second Amendment is not about... It's not about hunting, it's not about recreation, it's not about sports. The Second Amendment is about maintaining within the citizenry the ability to maintain an armed rebellion against the government if that becomes necessary. I hope it never does, but it sure is important to recognize the founding principles of this nation and to make sure that they are fully understood. Never addresses the big tech companies, which is who he was targeting at the beginning wow. of that. It's a despicable attempt, at, wow. and it is getting the attention that it deserves. Wow. And uh, I don't know what the hell we're in for this summer, which is something we were talking about last week. On that note, let's get to the pandemic bailout. We do it every morning, 7, 8, and 9 a.m. We're going to get you qualified for your share of $10,000 cash, which beginning June 21st, we'll start finding 11 different winners who will get somewhere between 5 bucks and the grand prize of... <laughs> Oh my God. We're going to play Master of Movies right now. We'll give you a hint and then play a famous movie clip. You give us the title of the movie it's from and you win. Call our 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if none of you know the title, there's your applets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. Phone number is 888-989-9811 for Master of Movies. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show.